one God. Before we get to your word, just blow our minds up one more time, God.
coming, he was like everybody else. He was one of the 12 sons of his father Jacob. He was common. He was regular. He was like everybody else until he began to dream. Church, you can find yourself in a circle that is not prosperous. The Bible says Jabez was very honorable among his brethren, yet of the problem in Jabez's life. So listen to me, church. You can be in a circle, and everybody in that circle is operating on a certain level. But listen and listen well. The day you begin to dream, you rise above your circle.
of people in this church and said, that pastor wears tight jeans, can see glass. That's what you can touch to see. That's what happens. God have mercy on you. But you're talking, go ahead. Are you still here, church? Yeah. People will say whatever it is they want to say. Right. It is simply because you chose to stand out. Yes. When I was wearing suits and ties, every Sunday to church, they spoke. Right. When I was wearing the very big suits, the coats, they spoke. Right. When I said wearing loud coats, they spoke. Right. Now I'm wearing jeans. Yes. Keep you must be great. Yeah. 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 If your attitude is bad, you stand out. Right. If your attitude is good, you stand out. Right. But you can never allow yourself to be put in a box, church, because you are bigger than that. Amen. Joseph, you are the you are the eleventh son. What are you talking about? Go sit somewhere. The mother suppressed him. The mother heard him. Yeah. Yeah. Church, listen to me. Every time you are suppressed, shout some more. Amen. <laughs> Every time situation will suppress you, speak some more. I've told you this church. Every time problem comes, it's only going to ask you, who are you? are you? If you don't have an answer for trouble, it will trouble you. And it will win. But if you always have an answer for trouble, it will trouble you no longer, church. Amen. Trouble asks you, who are you? Trouble came, right? Jesus, who are you? To him, it felt like a very dumb question. Have you not seen? Should you not know? No. So, who do men say that I am? He asked them. Some said you are Elijah. Some said you are Luke and Some said you are this. Some said you are that. And he said, but who do you say I am? And he said, I, I said in my spirit that you are the Son of God. Amen. And he said, flesh and blood did not reveal it to you. Just listen to me moving forward. Who we'll call you some special names? Let them know it wasn't revealed to them by flesh and blood. Right. You are not married. Somebody call you Mrs. or call you Mary. Just ah, say, that's that's a flesh and blood did not reveal to you, but it's God himself did. So you come to oh, I see your body. Yes, I'm calling. Ah, yeah. Flesh and blood did not reveal it to you. Oh, God, why? I know you don't like me, God. 
but it's one step closer to your past. The bit you are in right now, church, may not look like a palace, but it is one step closer to your past. And the Bible says that they took him and sold him. And even though they put him in the next pin, which is Potiphar's house, the Bible gave him an objective and qualified him as prosperous. Amen. You get this, church? Yes. So here's this man sitting in the room. If a soul must be crying, see, there's a song we used to sing back in the day in Nigeria, in Africa, you know? We used to say, If you not in me, who else God be blessed? Alright? But I've come to realize that for God to bless you, your song should change. Yeah. To, if you not in me, who else God will test? Because for God to test, God will bless you, yeah, he's going to have to bless you. Are you so here? Some people don't realize you go to a job, they offer you less money. It's a test. Right. And you feel the test because you understand that the pit is okay if you're on your way to the palace. Yeah. You fail to realize that everything God put ahead of you is as a result of what you're saying in your own mouth. Amen. God bless me. God said, What? God bless me. Okay. God said, What? God said, Bless me. That's okay. God bless you. Come. Come here. God bless you. Take the pit. Nigeria come to the shores of America, 
God had spoken to me through a prophet who didn't know I was traveling. He said to me, When you get to your destination, God said, Tell me full time. No, I didn't see that. Full time, you can talk about full time for what? I'm the pastor. I'm going to be pastor in town. But God brought me this country, I began to touch lives. And I also began to work. So, after four years, God said, Man, I'm speak to you. They came, cost me, took me to the drum center. God said, While you're here, two things will happen. I will speak to you and you will hear me. And secondly, I have a task for you. There was a young man in that place who was part of a cult. And God went, they brought him to prison at first. He had given his life to Christ. While he was in prison, somebody told him, a pastor told him in prison, where you're going to write, I can meet someone who will tell you what's next. When he came to the drum center where I was, I saw him one day. And I saw this young Spanish boy reading his Bible. And sort of quickly, I said, Do you understand what you're reading? He said, eh, A little bit. So I started a little talk. He told me his story, he told me how he had left prison, and God said, You know, someone will talk to him when he gets here. That is all shocking to me. And while I was talking to him, God said, Get oil and anoint your prophet and send him back to his country. And I said, God, you're doing too much. God, now you're doing too much. Where would I find oil in this place? And as I spoke, I looked, and somebody was using baby oil. Themselves. And I asked him, Can I borrow your oil? He said, Is that to be oil from? I said, Build wow. down. Wow. And I poured oil in him. I said, God said, He's sending you back to your country to get a land as a prophet. Don't think about them. Don't think about America for now. Go back and go to what you do. And he said, He yeah, had dreams. He saw himself in Venezuela and ministry to people. And I said, God is sending you to there. And God said, You don't know. Now God said to him, You will go full time. Because I knew. That staying in the pit was what I needed to get out of the pit. I had to be obedient right. to what God was saying to me. Right. So I said, God, you know what? Whatever you want, I will do. I will do. I had a Muslim friend, very nice guy, Ibrahim. He was, um, he was um, seeking asylum from Somalia. And then we would talk from time to time, and he would tease me about Jesus every time. Tease me about Jesus every time. So the day God told me, Your time is up here, you are leaving. I called Pastor Roda. It was a good Friday at Easter right, you know, celebration. Sunday, yeah. And we had some called House of David where we can kill young people. That's our first name with that age. Amen. Amen. And I thought I said, God told me I'm going to speak in church on Sunday. But the lawyer had told her that the judge in general of my case was not in town. And in immigration, if you understand immigration, if one judge starts your case, that judge he doesn't die, that's the case. Even though the government has to somebody else. And this judge had come to Texas because her mom was sick. So there was no hope of me leaving that place that we came. He just spoke my mind. But God spoke to me and right. said, Your time is up. I sat there and I was talking to my Muslim friend, Ibrahim. I said, Ibrahim, just don't know me, Ibrahim. I said, I'm leaving here today. My time is up. He looked at me and said, I will see that blood of Jesus and I think I'm here today. <laughs> he mocked me. He was okay. But he didn't know who I was. He didn't know what I said. He started preaching in prison, which was everybody and laid out to people. But he didn't know me. As I finished speaking to him, my deportation officer walked through the room and called by and said, My sign, you are leaving. Hallelujah! He knelt as a prison. He said, Ibrahim knelt and said, Mike, please pray for me. Wow. I said, I don't know. Right. But I know. God! That's all I need. I will give you that, man. That's all I need to do, church. Yeah. Went back to court. On getting to court, 
you arrested? Do I arrest, do I arrest my own self? Would I go on ice and pick me up and take me to the center? Oh, God, what stupid question are you asking me, George? She said, why would you arrest them? She said, you gave the order, George, that I should be arrested and deported. She said, no, I never gave such order. Do you know, George, till today, you don't know who signed my release? Till today. We still haven't come to understand who signed the release. It's beyond comprehension. There was a signature. We didn't know where it came from. But it was signed and I left. Amen. Amen. God will put you in peace. Yes. He will use you to send a testimony to the rest of the world. Right. See, those who are afraid of immigration and all this stuff, let me tell you something. If you are in the wrong place, the grace of this house covers you. Hallelujah. Yes, God. Did you hear me? Yes. Well, I'm saying you laugh, but I'm saying it again. President Trump, hear me. No member of the church is deported. Thank you. 
And that blessing in that point was yes, prosperous. Look who are coming from church. The prophetic versus the pathetic. Those who are coming from. Last week he said, he started his life. He started his story. Things were not working for him. Amen. Things were not working for him. He started his story. And then he told everybody what God had shown him. And because of that, he landed in a pit. From the pit, now he met Potiphar. Now in Potiphar's house, which is his next step, what happens to him? He became prosperous. prosperous. But see, the prosperity of this level is nothing compared to where God was taking him. Yes! If you think that because you are here right now, God is done with you, nope. think again. He's only just begun. Somebody said, they said, after all, in America, things are working right now. No, there's no sign of you yet. Wait. Wait. God is a God of process. If you look at the story of Joseph, he just used all the peas in the world to qualify him. But there was one thing he was never, and that was poor. Mm, thank you, God. Hallelujah. There was one thing he never became. Poor. That was poor. When God begins with you, church, listen, somebody was saying, oh, I read about finances in church. The devil will hold you bound hands Amen. Because the more we teach these things, the more our eyes will open. The seed that the blessing of the Lord began with an actual sorrow. I had no sorrow. Thank you, Jesus. It's a prophetic seed in church. That's all I just want to say this morning. God blew my mind. That's all I just want to say this morning. God blew my mind. $100 bills on this altar. Let me tell you something, that person. Let me tell you something. Whatever it is you are looking for, because you have enough faith in this, on this altar, I speak to you. That whatever level you are at right now is the least you'll ever be. They hold back. But because in your heart you have seen that when I go forth and I put my substance on the altar, and I pray for you right now, that from this very day henceforth, doors open in the name of Jesus. You will always have the substance. You will always have a place. For everyone that shall give their time this morning, bring their offerings. Let me pray for you right now. That the blessings of the Lord, the blessings that brings expansion. I am not talking about addition. I'm talking about multiplication. Right now, we provoke that blessing in the name of Jesus. Everyone shall have in abundance. You will never lie. Amen. You will not beg. Amen. Before you open your mouth, it is given to you. Amen. For the Bible says, He that gives unto the Lord is like given unto him good measure. Press down, shake it together, run it over. Shall man give unto your bosom? It is my prayer right now that man will locate you in this season. In the name of Jesus.
Yes. Because it's possible for us. It is possible for you. He will not lack. He will not beg. He will not be hungry. As you go through the speeds of life, the different processes that God took, shows them to you. One thing you will never be is poor.